You are listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Jesus was humiliated so our sins can be forgiven. Know more about this truth in week one of our series, The King, in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Now, tayo po ay papasok na sa dito, lalo na rito sa atin, sa ating bansa sa Pilipinas, tayo po ay papasok na sa pinakamalungkot na oras ng kasaysayan. You know, in, in a whole year's time, it's always, pag pumapasok ang mahal na araw, um, I'm, I'm really, honestly, you know, um, no kidding, but I'm, I'm always thinking, bakit pag pumapasok ang mahal na araw, dito malungkot ang lahat ng tao. Di ba? Sa mga stasyon sa telebisyon, sa radyo, walang masasaya. Di ba? Puro mga drama, puro mga malumanay na awitin. Na kung tutusin po, this should not give us a sad countenance, but we should be rejoicing itong panahong ito. Not because natutuwa tayo at namatay ang Panginoon sa Christo, but simply because we knew what had happened when Jesus died on the cross. And that brought us victory. Kaya nga po, you know, kasi pagkagantong, di ba pagkaganitong season, ito yung nakalakahan natin eh. And many times we do certain things na hindi rin natin naintindihan bakit natin ginagawa. Pag tinang tayo, bakit nyo, ba, bakit kayo malungkot pagka mahal na araw? Eh, kasi mga ninuno ko malungkot eh. You know, di malungkot din ako. Ito yung time kung saan marami po ang takot masugatan. Dahil ang sabi niya, hindi raw kakat. You know, pagka nasugatan, ito yung time na marami po ang hindi naliligo. Dahil, eh, bakit ba? Bakit ba bawal maligo? Okay. Alright. Tama. If you're living in Las Piñas, Muntinlupa, walang tubig sa Thursday hanggang Saturday. So mag-ipon ako kayo. Uh, by the way, meron akong water delivery kung kailangan po. Ni- <laughs> you know. but, but kidding aside, new ba? Yun yung mga nakagis na nating kultura, tradisyon sa tuwing mahal na araw. Para mang lagi tayong, you know, we're, we're always eagerly looking forward na maglinggo na. Tama ho ba? Ito yung time kung saan mga tao hindi kumakain ng karne, pero sa damakmak na isda ang kinakain nila. I don't know what's the difference between a meat, meat ng, ng, ng animals and meat ng fish. I mean, again, I'm not ridiculing all those traditions and, and culture na nakagisa natin, but let's just, I, I think this is the best time for us to think about the things we do. Tama huba. And then, again, go back to the Word of God and really see what took place nung mga sisong yon na ating inobserve hanggang sa mga oras na ito. And so for these three weeks, we will be discussing about the kingship of Jesus. Kung saan ang pagiging hari ni Jesus ay katanggap-tanggap naman sa marami. Pero ang tanong nga lang, do we really understand the meaning of His kingship in our lives? And so our hope, again, at the end of this series, is bawat isa po sa atin magkaroon tayo ng mas matibay na pinangahawakan kung papaano ang pagkahari ni Jesus Kristo ay may kinalaman sa ating kaligtasan. Minsan ang akala lang natin ang kanyang pagiging tagapagligtas ang may kinalaman sa ating kaligtasan. But in reality, it has also something to do with His kingship. His kingship has a lot to do with our salvation. And more than that, you know, na ang lahat din po ng ating mga uh, pangunawa sa kanyang natapos na ginawa sa krus ng Kalbaryo ang mag-udyok sa atin upang siya patuloy nating mahalin at patuloy nasundin. Yun know, ating hangarin. Kaya pagka-presenta po natin ngayon, uh, today we'll be talking about the humble king. How many of you believe uh, what the Bible says about you? God making you a winner in Christ. How many agree with that? You agree with that? Yes. The Bible says you were made more than conquerors in Christ. 
Amen. Now, talking about the kingship of Jesus, or we often hear yung phrase or yung term na Christ the King, right? Marami po ang mga churches, marami mga eskwelahan ang ipinangalan yung Christ the King. You know, this one is an example sa Quezon City. You know, hindi lamang po yun. Nakakakita tayo ng maraming mga imahe, larawan, wangis, mga stained glass windows, kung saan nagdidepict ng pagiging hari ni Yesu Cristo. Almost everywhere. You know, lalo-lalo na po sa mga, sa mga lansangan. In fact, mayroon po ngayong isang pinakamataas na ika ngayon pinakamataas na stat, uh, statwa ng Christ the King. Dinaig po neto yung sa Brazil, sa um, Rio. Rio. Okay, dinaig po. Uh, ito po yung sa Poland. Mahirap lang bigkasin yung, yung lugar. Poland na lang. Poland na lang. Okay. Uh, Christ the King din ito, you know. So, my point is this. Um, lalo na dito sa atin, sa Pilipinas, uh, since madalas na natin narinig, nakagisna na natin, tinatawag na Hari si Kristo, ang isang challenge actually sa atin ngayon is do we really understand the meaning of kingship ni Jesus sa buhay natin? Why is it important for you and me to understand the kingship of Jesus? How does this would mold yung ating buhay? Even the way we think, the way we perceive things. An- anong kinalaman ng mga ito? Kaya, nais ko pong anyayahan kayong ta- uh, lahat na tumayo at atin pong babasahin ang Mateo. Ikadalumpot isang kabanata mula talatang una, uno, hanggang ikasyam. Sabay-sabay po tayo magbasa. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, And at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought them the donkey and the colt, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks where? Where? While others cut branches from the trees and spread them where? Di ba sinabing on the door? The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for your word. Surely, Lord, as we would know the truth, the truth will set us free. This morning, God, once again, illuminate our minds. Cause us to see the reality, the truth behind your written word. Holy Spirit, take your rightful place in our midst, O God. Lead us, guide us, anoint us, O Lord. Break every yoke of bondage in our lives, O God. And I pray, God, as I declare that this day will be a day of celebration and a day of freedom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may now have your seats. Sige po, bigyan natin ng papurin, Panginoon. Praise God. Now, alam naman po natin na nung mga panahong yon, ang Israel po ay sinakop ng Romano Imperyo. 
Okay, the Roman Empire. And because Roman Empire uh, besieged Umpung Israel, uh, they were being oppressed by the, Ro- by the, by the Romans. And uh, hindi po naging maganda ang kanilang buhay. Now, not because uh, malakas lang ang Roman Empire, but it is simply because of their sin, their disobedience before God. Kaya pinayagan ng Panginoon na sila'y sakupin ng ibang bansa. Nakita natin to, maging sa history ng Israel, from the Old Testament hanggang sa bagong tipan. You know, marami hong bansa ang sumakop sa bayang Israel, hindi dahil sila'y mahina, kundi dahil sa kasalanan at ito'y bahagi ng paghusga ng Diyos sa kanila. Now, uh, since sila po'y sinakop ng isang uh, foreigner, uh, it is also but normal for them na mag-isip that God would bring somebody to save them. In fact, again, going back in the Old Testament, makikita natin na sa tuwing ang mga tao ay nagkakasala, mga Israelita nagkakasala, huhusgahan sila ng Diyos, darating ang ilang bayan, sasakupin sila, pahihirapan sila, iiyak sila sa Panginoon sa panalangin, ang Diyos ay palagi nagpapadala ng isang tagapagligtas. Consistent yun. You know, history speaks, sabi nga, history repeat itself. Laging ganun nangyayari. Now, at this point in time, ganun din ang kanilang idea. Okay? They were, they were oppressed by the Roman Empire, and so they were looking forward sa pangako ng Diyos na magpapadala ang Diyos ng isang tagapagligtas. Sa katunayan, ang storyng yun, lalo na binigit, binanggit po doon, ay isa sa mga hinula. Ilang libong taon ang nakakaraan ni Propetang Sekeraya. Uh, At mamaya, titignan po natin ito. And more than just fulfilling the prophecy, si Jesus, na siya ang, magiging, ang darating na hari, ginawa din niya yun, hindi lamang para mafulfill, kundi ginawa rin niya yun para kontrahin or salungatin ang maling kaisipan ng mga Hudyo tungkol sa darating na hari. Okay? Now, alam natin, again, nabanggit ko from time to time na sa tuwing ang Diyos ay kikilos, hindi ho siya kumikilos dahil wala lang siya magawa o dahil aksidenteng nangyari. Hindi. Everything was intentional. Maging ito. It was intentional. So, may mga ilang bagay po tayong uh, naistugunin uh, sa aspetong ito. You know, again, paano bang huhugugin ng pagkakaunawa natin sa pagiging Panginoon o pagiging hari ni Kristo ang ating mga buhay. Bakit mahalaga na maintindihan natin? Gusto ko rin hamunin ang inyong pag-iisip dahil sa tuwing dumarating ang mga special na event gaya ng Mahala Araw, Pasko, Mother's Day, Father's Day, many times we become expectant. Well, um, how should We anticipate the preaching pero not really that much excited. Hindi katulad pag pinag-usapan natin tukol sa pananalapi. Di ba? All eyes, all ears tayo. Yeah, pag, paano kaya yaman? Uy, uy, maganda yan. Paano ka makakali sa utang? Uy, mas maganda yan. Di ba? Pero pagka pinag-uusapan natin yung mga ikangay paulit-ulit na mga events sa bawat taon, sometimes, you know, nalalesen yung ating expectations or anticipations, so to speak. So, ngayon gusto ko hamunin muli ang inyong pag-iisip na balikan natin, sariwain natin, tignan natin muli ang mas malaking larawan sa mga bagay na nangyari na ma-fulfill yung prophecy. Okay? Ah, andito ho ba kayo? So ngayon medyo ano tayo, teaching tayo ngayon. Okay? Teaching tayo ngayon. Now, balikan lang natin. Sabi dito, and this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. So this was just a fulfillment. One thing I really love about God is that lahat ng inihula nung lumang tipan patungkol sa isang tagapagligtas ay lahat po ito'y nangyari. Walang hindi natupad sa bawat isinulat sa kanila. Sa katunayan, ito po'y hango again sa aklat or, or again, in verse uh, 5, it says, says to the daughter's heart. Now, I want you to take note of this. Ha? Tignan nyo mabuti yung mga kataga dyan. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey on a colt, the foal 
of a donkey. Now, it was taken from Zechariah chapter 9. Kusaan sinabi dito, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a call the fall of a donkey. Now, anong naobserbahan ninyo dito sa Zechariah 9 and going back doon sa Matthew 21? Almost the same. I said almost. Why? Because there were certain words that were omitted. Dito si Matthew 21. It started with a say to the daughter of Zion. Where in Zechariah, it started with what? Rejoice greatly. Now, it sounds and it looks contradicting. Because when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the Bible said that He did not rejoice but He wept. Tumangis siya. Pagpasok niya sa Jerusalem, Jerusalem, tumangis siya, naiyak siya. Now, hindi ba contradicting? O hindi ba niyo talaga fulfill yung prophecy na sabi dito, rejoice greatly. Ang sinabihan dito mag-rejoice, actually, hindi yung haring papasok. Yung mga tao. Okay? Pero bakit tumangis si Jesus? Now, sino ba naman ang hindi tatangis at sino ba naman ang makakapag-rejoice Kung alam mo na merong judgment, pending judgment na mangyayari doon sa lugar na pinupuntahan mo. Jesus knew that there is, there was a pending judgment sa Israel. And so when he entered Jerusalem, he started to weep. Tumangis siya. Bakit? Alam niya kasi ang mangyayari dito. Now also, what is interesting to note is that there's a totally contradiction in the area of the normalcy Pag pumapasok ang isang hari. Okay? Now, hindi ho uh, kaila sa atin na kapag ka ang isang hari ay pumapasok sa isang bayan, lalo lang kung sila nagwagi sa labanan, nakakapanood ba kayo ng mga palabas sa, sa sine? The Hobbit, o yung uh, Lord of the Rings, or yung Kingdom of God, or you know, yung may kinalaman sa, sa mga kaharian, sa mga hari, di ba? Pag pumapasok ang mga hari at nakasakayan sa kabayo niya, di ba na po na maging yung kabayo niya bihis na bihis? Para malaman yan yung hari. Tama ba? O hindi kayo nanonood? Katulad ko. Kasi alam niyo talaga yung panonood ng sini, nakakasira ng anointing yan. Naka. Mm-hmm. Sa betamax na lang kayo manood. You know? Normally, yun ang nangyayari. The entourage ng hari was grabe. You know? Mga magigiting naman dirigman. Di ba? Nakasakay sa kabayan eh. Di ba? Pero, ang pagkakaiba, nung pumasok si Jesus, it was a totally different picture. He wasn't riding on a war horse. Actually, he was riding on a peace horse. Dahil yung colt, okay, hindi po niya niniinom, kundi ito po ay, you know, ito po ay simbolo. Hindi <laughs> kasi naalala ko lang kung ito yung uncle boy sa akin. Nung... Kailan yun? Yung isang araw? <laughs> you know, the colt is a symbol of peace. In fact, the cult, many would term would use the, the term cult Nang ibig po sabihin is a half-grown animal. Okay? Bata yan. And nakakita na ba kayo ng donkey? Yung asno? Una, ano itsura ng donkey? Maliit. Hindi ba comedy? Hindi nga tumatakbo yan eh. Tak, tak, tak. Ganun lang yan eh, hindi ba? In fact, ang donkey sa Bible tawag dyan burden bearer. Lagi lang may karga yung, you know, bagahe. Now, imagine this. Imagine this. Kung yung mga normal na hari pag pumasok, nakasakayan sa mga probably stallion, you know, yung mga 
purebred na mga kabayong malalaki, matitikas. Pero nung pumasok si Jesus bilang hari, ang sinasakay niya, hindi asno eh, anak ng asno. Now, ilan sa'yo nakapanood na nung God's Not Dead? Wala pa? Tama lang, di pa naman pinapalabas eh. <laughs> like, kung nakapanood kayo, eh, eh pirated dyan, sigurado. You know? Pero may nagkwento sa akin, hindi ko napanood ha? May nagkwento lang sa akin. Well, uh, in fact, even in some other movies about, about kay Jesus, you know, during the triumphal entry, parang ang feeling, ang, ang tingin, mas malaki pa nga si Jesus doon sa sinakanyang cult. Now, I remember, when we went sa Baguio, di ba, meron doon yung, yung uh, anong park yun? Uh, right? Hindi left, ha? Okay. Doon sa right park, sumakayo kaming kabayo, kaming uh, mag-aama. Okay? Malilit pa nung sinadanish. And yung binigay ho sa aking kabayo, eh, natatawa ho ako dahil para akong kalabaw na nakasakay sa langaw. <laughs> Halos yung pa ako sumayo doon sa... Parang, yun, ano yung kabayo? Parang... <laughs> Sabi ko hanggang dito sa bagay na habol ako ng katatawanan. <laughs> Pero, you know, remembering that, it is as if ganun ang nangyari when Jesus entered Jerusalem. He wasn't riding a, a, a majestic horse, so to speak, but a half-grown animal. Okay? And so, inutusan sila ng Panginoon. Now, eto, eto, alam niyo dahil pag nagbabasa kayo talaga, nag-i-imagine kayo now, try to put your place doon sa, sa dalawang disipulo na inutusan ni Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus, okay, pumunta kayo doon, may makikita kayo nakataling asno, may, may, may katabing anak, kunin nyo, kalagan nyo, kunin nyo, dalin nyo sa akin. Now, pag may nagtanong sa inyo, pag may sumita sa inyo, sabi nyo lang, kailangan ito ng Panginoon. Now, kung kayo disipulo, anong gagawin nyo? Malamang magkaturoan kayo. Alert, punta lang sa CR. <laughs> Ba, pupunta ka, may nakita kang asno, pakakawalan mo. <laughs> Tapos pag sinita ka, ah, bakit yung pinapakawalan niya? Ah, kailangan nun ni Lord. Now, what am I trying to drive out? This only proves that Jesus is really the Messiah. Because Jesus knew as a Messiah, whatever He needs, it will be well provided by His Father. Aside from the prophecy, okay, aside from the prophecy, Pero alam niya as the Messiah. And so, yun ang ginawa. So the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. Now, ito sabi niya. Uh, again, to give you a picture. Yan yung picture ng majestic na hari. Compared nung pumasok si Jesus. Ang layo, men. Walang, I mean, what? Na-imagine niyo ba? Ang layo. That's the reason kung bakit marami to sa mga tao nung pagpasok niya, medyo... They were confused. Yeah, they were expecting that the Messiah would come. They were expecting a Savior would come. But when they saw Jesus, parang, oh man, tama ba tong nakikita ko? Alright? They were waiting for somebody to save them. Tandaan nyo, y- yun ang, that was in their mind. Now, many people were gathered there, okay? And dinala yung, yung, yung donkey, so just to cut the story short, dinala yung donkey, and then sabi ng Bible, Kanilang, yung kanilang mga balabal ay inilagay doon sa donkey para gawing upuan ni Jesus. At yung mga taong nung nakita, ganun din kinuha ng mga balabal, inilatag saan? Sa daan, sa karsada. Pumutol sila ng mga uh, uh, sanga ng punong kahoy. Hindi pinako sa pinto. 
para matanggal ang masamang espiritu. O para walisin ang malas at sila'y swertihin. Now, the Bible said that they spread them where? On the road. Now, alam nyo, yung, yung, yung ugaling yun, yung paglalagay ng mga branches, cloak, even flowers, that was there um, an act of respect and honor do sa tao. Kung sa panahon natin ngayon, lalatagan nyo ng red carpet. Kailan, since wala naman silang carpet, dahil wala pa noon si Aladdin, eh, wala ko silang ilalatag, maliba sa kanilang balabal at mga sanga. Na- naintindihan nyo po ba? Parang, para mas maintindihan nyo. Hindi ba pag may kinakasal, dito sa atin, pagkitaas ng seremonya, hindi ba? Sinasabuyan natin ng, ng, ng mga bulaklak yung kinakasal. Hindi ng asido, ha? Kung kayo galit. Bulaklak. Bakit? That is, number one, because we are rejoicing do sa kinakasal and in a way, we want to show respect and honor to them. Now, nung panahon ni Jesus, it's the same thing. Okay? So they did that. Now, most of them, now listen, haven't you noticed, maraming beses si Jesus, pag gumawa siya ng ministeryo, he would always do that in secret. Di ba sabi niya, oh, pag may nagtanong sa'yo, sino, huwag mo sabihin ako ah. Ganun siya Di ba? Pagka gumawa ng Himala at tumadami ang tao, umi-scared na siya Bakit? It was not yet time for him to be made known, so to speak. But this time, a large crowd had gathered. People from Galilee, now remember, they were about to, to celebrate yung feast of the Passover. So may piyesta nun, ha? Oh, by the way, ibang piyesta nun sa piyesta natin ngayon. Okay? So may piyesta nun, and these people, yung, yung mga sumusunod sa kanya, even the people from Galilee, in one way or another, familiar na sila kay Jesus. They have heard Jesus preach and teach, and they have seen Jesus perform miracles, signs and wonders. So Jesus became famous to the masses, and He became infamous to the religious people. Sikat siya, kilala siya, doon sa kanyang mga mini-ministeran, pero mga religiosong tao, eh, he was a threat. Kaya nga siya pinagplanuhan patayin. Okay? Ngayon, ang isang maganda na ito is this. When the crowd saw Jesus coming in, this is what, or this was what was going on in their mind. They were waiting, listen, for a Messiah. They were waiting for a Savior, but not a Savior of their soul, but a Savior physically. Somebody who would save them from the Roman Empire. In short, they were looking for a political militant Messiah. Yun ang inaantay nila. Not really the, the king. Kasi ang isip nila in the Old Testament, hari. And they were familiar with King David, with Solomon, with Jehu, and all those well-known kings na pagka pumasok sa, sa teritory at pinasira ng Panginoon, lahat na, you know, they would win. And so they were thinking the same way. That's why when they saw Jesus, they were, they were a bit confused. Are you following the story? So again, Sabiron, they brought the donkey in the cold, placed them, and then very large crowd. Now, listen, I'd like to say this. Perception precedes practice. Sabi nga natin. Isa pa po, mas malakas. What does it mean? Kung anong tingin natin sa isang bagay, sa isang tao, that will determine kung anong gagawin mo action or response to good. Kunyari, halimbawa, all of a sudden, ganito nagpipreach ako, biglang pumasok si Pangulong Noynoy. How would you respond? 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, well, probably some of you would do that kasi hindi naman yun yung binoto nyo. But maybe to some, or maybe baka yung mga ushers at greeters natin, tatakbuin doon sa tech booth. O, oh, pakasabi kay pastor, pakisulat nyo. Andito si Pangulong Noynoy. And obviously, we would give him respect and honor. Right? Tama ba? Tama ba? Okay. Now, bakit? Because we knew him as the president of the Philippines. Correct? Okay, now. Eto na. Eto, eto, eto ang matindi. When it comes to the kingship, kingship of Jesus, gaya ng mga Israelita, sometimes we're also confused. We have wrong perception about Jesus as our king. Sometimes, may mga tao, may mga, even Christians, may mga tao, tama, ang tingin nila kay Jesus, hari. And they would even say, Jesus, you are my king, and I'm just your subject. Ikaw ang hari. At kami iyong nasasakupan. At dahil ikaw ang hari, kami iyong nasasakupan. You should be caring for us. You should be providing for all our needs. You should be doing this for me because you are the king. I'm just a servant. Tama? Tama ba? Di ba? How many people do you know na kaya lang nagsisimba kasi may kailangan kay Lord? Bukod sa may laban si Pacquiao mamaya. How many of you know people na makikita mo lang sa simbang kundi Pasko, birthday? Okay, dahil bago yung damit, papakita mo na, papacheck ng attendance kay Lord. Lord, bago damit ko. And to some, pag hindi na nangyari yun, kalimutan na uli. Also, sa ibang mga tao, including Christians, yeah, they, they, they acknowledge that Jesus is their King. But the problem is this. They become over-familiar with Jesus. And do you agree that over-familiarity kills respect? Come on! Oh. To illustrate, sa mag-asawa, when, you become over, when you're married for 10, 20 years, 30 years, sometimes we become overly familiar with one another na madalas din na tayo nag-uusap sa kotse. Lalagay ka ng seatbelt. Tapos sabihin mo sa asawa mo, ay maglagay ka ng seatbelt. And many times, we need to guard our heart. You know why? Because we become more familiar with King Jesus. Na pag narinig natin, Jesus, well, Jesus, well, somebody up there. I said, Jesus, oh, namatayan. But no more, no less. Or to the other extreme naman, they would acknowledge Jesus as their King, pero they are being motivated naman by fear. Takot sila. And so they become legalistic. They follow everything written by Takot sila baka maparusahan. Perception precedes practice. And that's the reason why we wanted to really know from the Word of God who King Jesus is. So that we, might have, we may have the right perspective that will result in right practice. Alam niyo, if we will only understand the kingship of Jesus, Trust me, even your worship will be different. It will be different. Hindi ka magtatasang kamayang ganun lang. 
na para ba ang daming demonyong nakasabit dyan eh. <laughs> na maghahanap ka ng papatungan na balikat. Honestly, perception precedes practice. If we would only understand that Jesus is our King and if we really, really, really you know, if we're convinced that He is our King, man, we will never be choosy kung ano susundin natin sa Bible. Just like yung sinabi kanina ni Carlo, even when we give, it will be totally different. If, you, if we will only understand that even what we give to God comes from Him, man, hindi ka manghihirapan magbigay. Hindi mo chachaniin. Nahahanapin mo kung ano yung mapupunit na. Si Usman yun, nakagano'n, nakasilukot na, lukot na, nakagano'n mo karisma. Ah, ito maluluang, mapupunit na to. Ito na lang bigay natin. Now, I'm, I'm not being legalistic here. I'm talking about, you know, what we do as a respect and honor sa ating hari. And it, it, it should come out naturally. Hindi mo pinipilit yung sarili mo. Amen. You know, and so, wrong notion. Wrong perception. I mean, kaya nung nakita, nung nakita, tingnan yung verse 9, the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed him shouted what? Hosanna to the son of David. Now actually, Hosanna, uh, it came from the Hebrew word, kinuha yung salitang Hosanna, although it was written in Greek sa, uh, or Aramaic dito sa New Testament, pero yung Hosanna simply means save, save us now. Save us now. And it becomes a, a, a song, it becomes a praise to God. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. And it was taken in Psalm 118. Almost the same again. Oh Lord, save us. There it is. The Hosanna thing. Save us, Lord. Grant, or what's that? Grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. Now, bakit ko nasabi that the people were confused at that time? You know why? Simply lang eh. Because the same people who shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name, are the same people, almost the same people, who shouted, crucify him. They were expecting Jesus to save them politically. And because it did not happen, they were frustrated. They even chose Barabbas over Jesus. Si Barabbas na kilalang batikang... Uh, Name it, pinaka-worst para malamang na, na criminal during their time. Mas piniling palayain yun kaysa kay Jesus. Why? Because they were frustrated. They were disappointed. May mga hinihingi sila, it was not given to them. And so they say probably at the back of their mind, hindi totoong hari ito. Kaya yung dating sumisigaw, Hosanna, Hosanna. Yung dila, ipako yan sa krus. Now that's the worst thing that can ever happen. How do we perceive Jesus as king of our lives? How do the scripture characterize Jesus as king? Again, ano imagination nila? He would be a majestic king riding on a war horse. Then all of a sudden they saw Jesus walang masyadong magandang bihis Tapos sa donkey pa, nakasakay. Ang entourage na lang, yung mga crowd. The masses. Yung mga masa. Yung mga masa. Yung masang dalang, tulog na. 
But how does the scripture characterize him as king? One, just dalawagay lang. He was characterized as a humbled king. Going back to Zechariah chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you righteous and having salvation. Now, this part of the verse actually fits. Yung inexpect nilang hari. See, your king comes to you. And so they were imagining, the king, this king is righteous. Now, how many of you would want a righteous leader? All of, all of us, we want that. You know, a righteous, and could you imagine the king that is about to come is a righteous one. And he will save them. That fits the description of a majestic king. Where does confusion come in? On the second part. Why? Because after that, they read gentle and riding on a donkey on a colt, the fall of a donkey. And sabi ng mga ilang Bible scholars, oral tradition, out of our tradition, they would, they would set this aside, the last part, the last part of this verse, itong part na to, they would set it aside. Why? Because it painted a different picture of a king. Yung una, majestic presentation, then all of us sudden, gentle. Tignan, di ba, dapat ang king, matapang. Kaya pag sinabi, utos ng hari, hindi mababal, di ba? You know the thing. But it was a totally different picture. The Son of God, the creator of the universe, was coming. A humble and gentle king riding on a donkey. Wow. But you see, this King Jesus, who came in gentle and riding on a, on a donkey, you see, more than just fulfilling everything that Zechariah prophesied, you know what had happened? The decisive victory will be won in the most, listen to this, in the most unimaginable, the most unorthodox, the humblest way ever. Usually, ang mga hari, pagka nagwagi yan, di ba? Talagang grabe, makikita natin, di ba? Pagka pinapanood natin sa sinihan, grabe. Talagang even yung pagwawagi nila, majestic yan, di ba? Tapos may mga dalang banners, they will be marching. But, but this, kay Jesus hindi. And we all know that, this, that yung, yung, yung the decisive uh, uh, winning ni Jesus had happened where? On the cross. And that is the most unimaginable, the most unorthodox the humblest way ever for a king to win a battle. Totally different. And that's the reason why people were confused. In fact, if you are really the king of the... Save yourself. He was a humbled king. The righteous king needs to suffer. He needs to die in place and for the benefit... Listen... For the benefit of his unrighteous and rebellious followers. Oh, man. Kung tayo yun, why would we die? Sa isang rebelde. Why would we die? Sa isang makulit at pasaway. Tagasunod. Unahin na natin siya, ipapatay. Come on. But it was a totally different picture. A suffering servant. 
prophesied by Isaiah 700 years prior. And he was characterized not just the humbled king, but he was also characterized as the humiliated king. A king who would ever win a battle will never be humiliated. In fact, pagka merong humamak sa isang ay on the spot patayan. But Jesus allowed himself to be humiliated. I mean, every time I read this, this verses, I mean, pag-uwin nyo, basahin nyo yung Isaiah 52, 53, you know, just try to have a picture of who this humiliated king really was. He says, you know, sa NLT, but many were amazed when they saw him. Nakita na si Jesus, you know, nung dinakip siya, his face was so disfigured. Nawala na sa pormay mukha niya dahil sa mga suntok na inabot niya, sa hagupit na inabot niya. He seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. Could you imagine that? Sa sobrang hindi na makil- Tao ba yan? Now, have you ever seen the movie, The Passion of Christ? Have you, the first time I saw that, I, hindi ko makaya na. Sabi ko nga, komedyante ako, pero nakita ko. This brought me to my knees. And I was so ashamed of myself. I was so ashamed of myself. In 53 verse 5, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep having strayed away, we have have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. When he was brought in the pillar to be scourged. And you know what? Yung whip na ginamit nila is no ordinary whip. Yung whip na ginagamit nila sa dulo nun are metal balls with spikes. Napagka inilatigo yun, hindi lang kumakapit yun sa balat. Kaya paghatak sumasama yung balat. It was really gross. I mean, forgive me for, for giving you some details, but I just want you to see how this king was humiliated by this rebellious creation of his. Just try to understand what he suffered for you and me. And let me challenge you with this question. How dare we Take Christianity lightly. How dare we compromise when things are not doing good in our lives? With everything he suffered, with everything that took place, How dare we set him aside just to fulfill the last of our flesh? The Son of God, second person in the Trinity, the creator of the universe. Bakit kailangan siya na maghirap? Bakit siya kailangan dumaan sa lahat ng mga ito? It is not for his sake. 
but it is all for our sake. And then going back again, he was pierced for what? Our transgressions. He was crushed for what? The punishment that brought us what? And by his wounds, we were healed. He took our sins, all our shortcomings, everything that we have, he took it on his body so that we can have his righteousness. And you know what his righteousness is? His perfect performance record. That's the best definition of righteousness. We can never have a perfect performance record because all of us have seen and fall short. But because he is the son of God, he has to take the form of a man. Come to earth, live like a man, and die like a man so that he can save man like you and me. That is what our King Jesus did. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Remember when he was crucified? What was his prayer? Father, why have you forsaken me? First time ever in the life of the Son of God. He was forsaken by his father. Not because the father hated him. Simply because our sins were on his shoulders. And a holy God can never look. Not even on a single sin. And so God the father has to turn his back. Hindi niya rin gusto at kayang tignan ng kasalanan ng mundo. Ay nasa kanyang banal at walang kasalanan ng anak. He was made a sin offering for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in Him. That is who our Jesus is. That is what speaks of His kingship. He can do without it, but He chose to go through it. Why? Because He loves you so much. Listen, it is not our sin. Hindi yung kasalanan natin ang sanhi kung bakit napako si Cruz, sa, sa Cruz si Jesus. Hindi yung kasalanan natin ang sanhi kung bakit siya namatay. Kaya siya napako sa Cruz at namatay para sa iyo para sa akin. It's because of His great love for you and me. Martin Luther who coined the great exchange said once, Learn Christ and Him crucified. Learn to sing to him and despairing of yourself say, Lord Jesus, you are my righteousness just as I am your sin. You have taken upon yourself what is mine and that is sin and have given me what is yours and that is his righteousness. You have taken upon yourself what you were not and have given to me what I was not. This is that mystery which is rich in divine grace to sinners. Wherein by a wonderful exchange, our sins are no longer ours, but Christ's. And the righteousness of Christ, not Christ's, but ours. He has emptied himself of his righteousness that he might clothe us 
with it and fill us with it. And he has taken our evils upon himself that he might deliver us from them. Wow. And so if there's one thing I'd like you to, to take home this morning, is this simple statement. He was humiliated so that we can be exalted. Kaya siya hinamak, pinayagan niyang siya hamakin. Now remember from the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was praying, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass away from me. But said, not my will, but yours be done. And then, and tumulo yung kanyang pawis, and the Bible says, they were like blood. Sabi ng mga ibang Bible scholars and some medical experts, yung mga capillaries niya pumutok na sa sobrang pressure, sobrang stress. And without any sleep, he was tried sa court. He was humiliated. Sinampal, pinalo, binuta ng balbas, binugbog, pinutungan ng koronang tinik, hinagupit sa harap ng maraming tao, hiniya sa harap ng madla hanggang siya ay naipako. And the reason for this is that he was delivered over to death, not for his sin, but for our sins, and was raised to life for our justification. Now, this is our King, Jesus. I'm giving the right perspective of him so that we would respond right to him. Kaya nga sabi ni Paul, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in, the, in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. He knew his God, pero hindi niya pinagyabang yun. But what did he do? But made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance, in appearance as a man, he what? And became what? Oftentimes, humility goes with obedience. Even death on the cross. And after doing that, you know what had happened? After he humbled himself, this is what the Father did. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Where? And where? And where? That in his name, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. His humility has given us exaltation. His humility has brought us life and peace and blessings and freedom. That is what our King Jesus did for you and me. And this is the reason why we need to rejoice. Why we need to celebrate every time, you know, Lenten season would come in. This should be a time of, of, of party, so to speak. And so on our part, therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to what? It didn't say continue to work for your salvation. We can never do anything to be saved. Only Jesus can save us. Amen. Only His finished work is more than enough for you and me to be saved. Amen. Not even a single of our good works can, save, can ever save us. 
Continue to work out your salvation. How? With fear and trembling. Why? For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to His good purpose. That's the reason why we always say it's nothing about us. It's all about God. Everything that's taking place in our lives, it's all about God, man. The only part we have is to trust Him. The only part we have is to respect and honor Him. The only thing we can give Him that does not come from Him is our praise, our worship, and our love. Amen. Come on, give Him praise. Let's all stand up on our feet. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more podcasts, download the Victory Alabang app for Apple or Android devices. And for updates, do join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you, and stay connected.